0: Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez.
1: How do you do? It's David Cox.
2: <laughs> and I'm Josh Matheson.
1: <laughs> it's too early for that nonsense, David. <laughs> how do you do? Well, people might be listening at, you know, 11 o'clock at night with a glass of wine. Is next week going to be like, how do you do do? Yeah, how do you do do? It'll be how do you do do do? Might be some Italian. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> Shots a clue. No.
0: <laughs> well, this week is very exciting because it's the first week of us looking at Pinocchio. Here whoop, it the is, third whoop, book whoop, in the Lazy whoop, whoop. Book Club saga. I don't know what
1: that's else to mad. call it. What else
0: is it? Series?
1: I <laughs> e-
2: extravaganza.
1: I always think saga makes it sound like it's been a you know wild goose chase, but actually, yeah. Now I think about it, it probably, <laughs> maybe probably that's has the problem, been really. Yeah.
0: So, any expectations for Pinocchio, guys? How do, how well do you guys know the story? It's hazy yeah
2: i've seen the disney adaptation years ago but i think i only remember a creepy bit where some boys turn into donkeys and i think that might be it Uh,
1: i did an audition for pinocchio last year so you'd have thought i'd have read it to do that but (laughs) um I auditioned for the evil part. Again, I didn't know the guy's name. so Oh,
0: is that the, the baddie who kind of like yeah. lures him away from Geppetto?
1: For the recall, they were like, oh, I'll send you the music. I was expecting it to be some like dastardly song. And it was the Seven Seas of Rye by Queen. Oh, brilliant. I was like, oh, is it in it? They're oh. like, yes, yeah. I was like... Was this a panto? No, it was like a touring, you know, the sort of touring theatre to right, Lake okay. Districts and... They decided that that was in it. So if the Seven Seas of Rise in it, I'm going to love it. <laughs> you
0: can give us a rendition. <laughs> I just remember being terrified of Pinocchio when I was little. I loved watching the start bit where he was kind of in his town and his own little one-man show. But then the bits when the whale comes in...
2: There is a whale then.
0: There is. There's this whole kind of Jonah moment where he's like trying to get away and he needs to start a fire to get out of the whale. And Is stuff. Pinocchio like
2: Jonah and the whale? Yeah, yeah. That, that is the thing.
0: I didn't make that up. No, that is part of it. The big sperm whale. Yeah. And he just terrified me. Absolutely terrified me. So I used to watch kind of the first half of the film and then turn it off. <laughs> but then I am oh, the child you. that cried at Thomas the Tank Engine. So I'm, I was obviously a very sensitive <laughs> what soul. The- uh, well, he fell down the mine shaft and it was all very traumatic. Very emotional. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we dive in. Go. Okay.
2: THE ADVENTURES OF PINOCCHIO CHAPTER 1 How it happened that Maestro Cherry, carpenter, found a piece of wood that wept and laughed like a child. Centuries ago, there lived... A KING! my little readers will immediately say <laughs> no
0: <laughs> we've got audience participation already <laughs> why did they guess it was a king
1: like we're this could be this is we're this is the blank page why am i guessing characters
0: could i just also say it seems like the author's doing mine and david's job for us in yeah right just chiming you. in are
1: we redundant we, <laughs> we're I now redundant like, i might just go and sit in a lounge <laughs> <laughs>
2: But it's written that in like in in speech marks and everything, as if it was like my little readers were a character.
0: Ah, uh, so Weird. the
1: re- so we need the reader's voice. So the reader's voice, the reader's voice just needs to be excited child. I think. Yeah,
0: I think what you did with was quite good. And yeah, can we just flag up that the piece of wood weeps and laughs? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's it's quite creepy, isn't it?
0: Yeah. But could you imagine anything more? terrifying than like doing some carpentry and the plank you're sawing is just screaming its head off as you're soaring is it the, um,
1: <laughs> is it the screaming mandrakes in harry potter you like pull them yeah, out yeah. They? Yeah.
2: Ah! yeah but it's it, i'm just thinking about the practicalities of this as well like how how would it laugh and where would the laugh come from well because like, it's it got doesn't, no
0: vocal cords or lungs it's a block or, of
2: wood so it doesn't have a mouth yeah and, and it doesn't have eyes so does like does it
0: just like seep sap and that's it I crying the, and then the molecules vibrate
1: and make the sound, maybe. it's. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I don't know why we're going for this sort of like literary tack because of some of the stuff that's happened in the previous two books. It's true. It, it doesn't bode well. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be nonsense. We know it yeah. is.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, children, you are mistaken. Once upon a time, there was a piece of wood. It was not.
0: a <laughs> <laughs> Great start to <laughs> that, the story.
2: That is, I do enjoy that. It was not an expensive piece of wood, far from it, just a common block of firewood, one of those thick, solid logs that are put on the fire in winter to make cold rooms cosy and warm. I do not know how this really happened, yet the fact remains that one fine day this piece of wood found itself in the shop of an old carpenter. His real name was Maestro Antonio, but everyone called him Maestro Cherry. For the tip of his nose was so round and red and shiny, that it looked like a ripe cherry.
0: <laughs> so this guy's just getting bullied by the entire town. <laughs> Little cherry. Your nose, nose is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I quite like a ripe cherry. Yeah, but would you like one on the end of your nose? Definitely not. Is it a boil, or is he just? Is he a drinker? You know, rosacea or a vitamin C deficiency? Maybe he's a clown. Clown. <laughs>
2: As soon as he saw that piece of wood, Maestro Cherry was filled with joy. Rubbing his hands together happily, he mumbled half to himself. And this is a point where he's speaking to himself, but it's...
1: We've not used it yet, and I think it's a really, really good character. We haven't, we haven't. It's
0: true. And because we know that this is obviously set in, like, Italy, I feel like if we just pluck it and just put it in Liverpool.
1: We had Italian like right at the end of Peter Pan.
0: Well, and the Duchess as well. So we've had it a couple of times. So I feel like in order to make this make sense, I think it's right to just almost pluck this story out of where it's from and just drop it somewhere random and we'll we'll base it there instead. Great. So what's, what's basically Liverpool? Hollyoaks. Or, is this is going to be the Hollyoaks version of Pinocchio.
2: <laughs> this is coming the nick of time. I shall use it to make a leg of a table. <laughs> <laughs> he grasped the hatchet quickly to peel off the bark and shape the wood. But as he was about to give it the first blow, he stood still with arm uplifted, for he had heard a wee little voice say in a beseeching tone. And then this is a wee little voice. So what does that sound like?
0: So this must be like Pinocchios. I guess well. so. Are we, we going to go, because we're going to go non-traditional with all the extras, so we go traditional with Pinocchio and do that yeah. kind of, I'm oh. a real boy kind of voice, just yeah. to keep, yeah.
2: Oh yeah. You want to go just copy Actually, what, the, co- Mickey what's the, Mouse. What's that? Copy the Shrek. Copy Mickey Mouse.
0: That's Mickey. Yeah, it is Mickey Mouse. Give him Mickey Mouse whoa, voice. Whoa. Okay, so
2: very similar to the kind of yeah. Shrek Pinocchio then, eh? Yes. Okay. Okay. Please be careful. Don't hit me so hard.
1: I hope he has a monologue.
0: Yeah, There has to be a Falsetto voice. There has to be. (laughs) Every single book. Fantastic.
2: Oh man, he's (laughs) going to talk so much. It's going to be annoying. What a look of surprise shone on Maestro Cherry's face. His funny face became still funnier. He turned frightened eyes about the room to find out where that wee little voice had come from. And he saw no one. He looked under the bench. No one. He peeped inside the closet. No one. He searched among the shavings, no one. He opened the door to look up and down the street and still no one. Oh, I see, he then said, laughing and scratching his wig.
0: (laughs) Sorry, his wig.
1: (laughs) Apparently he has the
2: wig. (laughs) Interesting, though, that wig is capitalised in this book. I don't know why.
1: Oh, it's a sentient wig. It's going to have its own tap number. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs)
2: I don't know why a wig needs to be capitalised, but it, but it is. It can easily be seen that he only thought to hear a tiny voice say the words. Well, well, to work once more. He struck the most solemn blow upon the piece of wood. Oh, oh, you <laughs> hurt, cried the same far away little voice. Maestro Cherry grew dumb. His eyes popped out of his head, his mouth opened wide, and his tongue hung down on his chin.
1: Yeah, that's very Disney, isn't it? That's very like, yeah. It is. It's very cartoon,
0: (laughs) the description. Yeah. Like you imagine the the cartoon of the eyes popping out.
2: (laughs) As soon as he regained the use of his senses, he said, trembling and stuttering from fright. Where did that voice come from? When there's no one around? May it be that this piece of wood has learned to weep and cry like a child. I can hardly believe it. (laughs) <laughs> here it is a piece of common firewood good only to burn in the stove the same as any other yet might someone be hidden in it if so worse for him
0: i'll fix him so he thinks there's someone hiding in the piece of wood that's the logical conclusion he's
1: come to To be fair
2: that sounds more logical than what seems yeah. to be the truth
1: i, I would believe mm. that sort of fairies or small creatures exist before Talking wood,
0: imps, imps, Elves. a little goblin.
1: I, I suppose now we'd be like, oh, someone's put a voice box in there or something. But yeah, there's a phone in <laughs> there or something.
2: With these words, he grabbed the log with both hands and started to knock it about unmercifully. He threw it on the floor against the walls of the room and even up to the ceiling. He listened for the tiny voice to moan and cry. He waited two minutes. Nothing. Five minutes, nothing. Ten minutes, nothing. Oh, I see," he said, trying bravely to laugh and ruffling up his wig with his hand. It can easily be seen. I only imagined to hear the tiny voice. Well, well, to wake once more. The poor fellow was scared half to death, so he tried to sing a gay song in order to gain courage. He set aside the hatchet and picked up the plane to make the wood smooth and even. But as he drew it to and fro, he heard the same tiny voice. This time, it giggled as it spoke.
0: Oh, Terrifying. Stop it! Terrifying. Oh, stop it! ho oh, ho <laughs> You'll tickle my stomach!
1: I hope your neighbours can hear you, Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope they can't.
2: <laughs> this time, poor maestro Cherry fell as if shot. When he opened his eyes, he found himself sitting on the floor. His face had changed. Fright had turned even the tip of his nose from red to deepest purple. End of chapter.
1: Bloody hell.
2: Very brief.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we did warn that these, yeah, these chapters are quite short in this. Book. Yeah. Snappy. So we can fill the side with more nonsense. 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 But it's nice, though, because it's gotten straight into the story as well. Like, yeah. we've yeah. already met the the lump of wood that we're presuming is going to end up being made into Pinocchio. But what I did find interesting when I first read the first couple of chapters, just to see what it was like and if it was going to be appropriate for the podcast, I was like, who's this Maestro Cherry guy? He's never been in any of the adaptations I've seen. It's always been Geppetto. Yeah. So I was really confused when I first read it. I was like, oh, Geppetto's called something different in this book. But it turns out there's two men who kind of are around at the origins of Pinocchio. There's this cherry guy and Geppetto.
1: Well, I didn't know that, Matt, so thank you. Oh,
2: spoilers. Sorry. Cut, honestly. Yeah, so it seems like this guy is just a precursor to the story.
0: Yeah, he's the guy who originally found the piece of wood. But I'm liking the, I'm liking the writing style. I like the way that he's kind of doing the narrative. And I also like that mirroring where he's like, he looked in the wardrobe, nothing. He looked in this, nothing. And then later on, where he's like, he threw him against the wall, nothing. He threw him against the ceiling, nothing. It's like, there's this kind of mirroring
1: of like...
2: This, yeah, nice This,
1: this, this would be, procedure. for a modern child, a modern child. Um, <laughs> I, th- I don't know why that sounded weird in my head. Um, this would be a much more appropriate story to read. I'd find, you know, if you're reading a bedtime story, I'd find Peter Pan, some of those long, lilty, clause-filled sentences quite... To tur- like turgid for them
0: yeah and also just the random definitions he throws in as well where he's got these really long words and there were other words where he didn't define them and everyone here was like what on earth does that don't
1: word even mean know. yeah yeah we like cut out the bits where we're having to like look for five yeah bits. like <laughs> we don't realize the amount of time we're like we don't know what it means no but of
2: course we can't we can't ignore the fact that this is the first book that we've looked at i was not written in english originally. oh yes so, of course, we're working from a translation. Josh, No, yes. Josh is
1: translating as he goes. I, actually, <laughs> I think you be it's written here
2: in Italian on my page. <laughs> so, so you know, you do you, you have to wonder how much of it, you know, is, it, is this particular version that we're reading, is it, is it a really sort of close adaptation? How many liberties have been taken in terms of the, the style of, of, of the writing? Mm. But you would guess things like that repetition coming up again are, are sort of, you know, verbatim.
0: So that sets quite a nice little introduction actually for yeah, so. where the story is going to be going and what we're probably going to do with Pinocchio because of how short the chapters are, we're going to do two back to back in these podcasts instead of doing one just so that they're the normal length.
2: I bet you weren't expecting that listeners. You get yeah. double for your listening pleasure. <laughs>
1: yeah, you can <laughs> you can step on the tube or the train or your car You can start the engine or start your journey. And by the time you've arrived at work or wherever you're going, you can listen to two chapters of a book and some top quality analysis. (laughs) Yeah, so there's no lit charts for this book.
0: i've I've searched the web there is no analysis for this book so it's it is down to us boys we're gonna have to (laughs) get our dust our english gcse's off and actually kind of do some in-depth analysis for ourselves
2: look we're two we're two books deep in this bad boy i reckon we're practically literary experts yes you know
1: So I imagined coming out of this podcast process with a BA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like someone. Oh, what's this? Oh, yeah, for the podcast. Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I'm looking into accreditation as we speak. I think yeah. we could. Uh, yeah,
0: so I together. think like Master Cherry is a metaphor for the patriarchy, and <laughs> the word is the, the valuing of resources in our economy in today's society yeah,
1: and the is. fact
2: <laughs> that he's wearing a wig is signifying that he's probably bald
1: <laughs> so
2: don't tell me i can't analyze a book
0: <laughs> i have the wig talk <laughs> it would be more fun
2: i feel like this character is going to be off in a minute because he's yeah He's he's gonna he's gonna pass on pass the buck or the block.
0: Well so we uh, so we dive into chapter two then and see what happens. Yeah, oh this not? is fun, great.
2: <laughs> chapter two Maestro Cherry gives the piece of wood to his friend Geppetto, who takes it to make himself a marionette that will dance, fence, and turn somersaults. Oh, I don't remember Pinocchio doing any fencing.
1: <laughs> Number yeah, one, uh, <laughs> do the things. Number two, specific sports.
2: Number two, on guard. In that very instant a loud knock sounded on the door. Come in, said the carpenter, not having an atom of strength left with which to stand up. At the words the door opened, and a dapper little old man came in. His name was Gepetto, but to the boys of the neighbourhood he was Polendina, which uh, uh, there's like a little asterisk after polendina, and it, then it tells you what that means. Okay, and uh, and apparently polendina is translated as cornmeal mush.
0: <laughs> He's a blancmange man. <laughs> porridge. I, I'm guessing that, porridge. I'm guessing
2: cornmeal <laughs> yeah. mush must be similar to like polenta. Polendina, yeah, yeah. polenta, uh, uh, similar.
0: Anyway, so this guy must be really boring. To be called, like, it's like, oh, yeah, here comes Mr. Gruul.
2: Yeah, he's (laughs) he's basically a bowl of porridge.
0: Yeah, beige.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The boys of the neighbourhood called him Polendina on account of the wig he always wore, which was just the colour of yellow corn.
0: Oh, well, there you go. It's, It's specific, not to his personality, but to his wig. There you go. So he's bald as well. He's bald as well. Everyone's bald. <laughs> it's obviously a fashion time, you know, when in people in court used to wear wigs all the time, powdered uh, wigs. Yeah. It must yeah. be a fashion say I don't think everybody in this village must be bald. No, I think it's
2: yeah, it's probably a big fancy curly one. One
0: of those ones with the little tail with the bow in the back. Yeah. Oh lovely, yeah. yeah.
2: A la the I can't remember the play. the Spanish Inquisition. No? Is that a time? <laughs> Did they wear them then? I don't know. No idea. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Factual inaccuracy, probably.
0: Isn't it like Georgian times, isn't it? I was thinking like, you know... When, something nothing Black Blackadder. W- Georgian Blackadder, they all wore. They wear, all wear the wigs.
2: Whenever Pirates of the Caribbean is set, they wear them. Oh, yeah. Geppetto had a very bad temper. Woe to the one who called him Polendina. He became as wild as a beast and no one could soothe him. And this is where he speaks.
1: Okay, I yeah, think he's he got has to be an angry Scot. Come on. Yeah, like, like a Rangers fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a proper <of> Glasgow. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, okay, angry Scotsman. Fine.
0: Pink fat bastard from Austin Powers. <laughs> oh,
2: have,
0: I got, have, I got do have
2: I got to do it like this? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Just do it like Billy. I'm going to
1: pure burst you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Good day, Mastro Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Said Geppetto. What are you doing on the floor? I am teaching the ants their ABCs.
0: <laughs> okay. That's such a snarky response. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Good luck to you. What brought you here, friend Geppetto? My legs. And that flat, flatter you to know, Mastro Antonio, that I have come to you to beg a favour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's so funny. <laughs> I just love it when characters are just like, pretty much like, talk shouting all their lines. <laughs> it's great.
1: <laughs> Josh's vocal cords aren't so. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to have I... nodules by the end of this chapter. Yeah, good.
2: Here I am at your service answered the carpenter, raising himself onto his knees. This morning the fine idea came to me. Let's hear it. I thought I'm making myself a beautiful wooden marionette. It must be wonderful. One that will be able to dance, fence and turn somersaults. (laughs) That's convenient,
1: isn't it? Uh, It's very good. I play football. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, good.
2: (laughs) With that I intend to go around the world to uh, earn my crust of bread and cup of wine. What do you think of it?
0: you got to love that this is a time when you can go on tour with a puppet and earn a living. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it just shows you how far entertainment's come.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> even get a spot at Covent Garden with that. No. no. Not. Yeah.
2: Bravo, Paul and Dina. Cried the <laughs> oh, same the wood's tiny voice. Him the oh. the word <laughs> colon cried the same tiny voice which came from no one knew where.
0: Sorry, how did this piece of wood that's only just appeared in town know the slur?
2: Oh, he's been around for a while.
0: Yeah, I'm he sure. must have been just sitting there in the, in the pile of wood listening.
1: Yeah. Do you reckon he's, like a, he's part of like an ancient tree, like an oak that's been in the forest for <laughs> like 10,000 yeah. years? So He's, he's like... been in the market
0: square or something <laughs> yeah, growing yeah. for years.
1: He, do- he knows.
2: Oh, he knows.
0: <laughs>
2: On hearing himself called Polendina, Maestro Geppetto turned the colour of red pepper and, facing the carpenter, said to him angrily, Why do you insult me? Who's insulting you? <laughs> you called me Paul and Dina. I did not. I suppose you think I did. Yeah, I know it was you. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs>
0: This George having an argument with himself. Is just brilliant.
2: <laughs> I just love it when authors just do just do line after line of dialogue. It's brilliant.
0: In two different regional accents. Yup. <laughs>
2: and growing angrier each moment, they went from words to blows and finally began to scratch and bite and slap each other. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are they cats? I don't. I. I, can't. I love
0: the slap, not punch, not kick. Just, I, this sounds like just the ponziest little slapping match.
1: I'm just imagining two rotund Italian pensioners, yeah, just having a little girly scrap.
2: I guarantee at least one of their wigs fell off. Yes. When the fight was over, Maestro Antonio had Geppetto's yellow wig in his hands.
1: I guess. Right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> just eats it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And Geppetto found the carpenter's curly wig in his mouth. Oh, told you. Give me back me wig, shouted Maestro Antonio in a surly voice. You return mine and we'll be friends. The two little old men, each with his own black wig on his own head, shook hands and swore to be good friends for the rest of their lives.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't that be great every time people have a fight outside a club? Friends for life now. Friends for life.
2: <laughs> well then... Maestro Geppetto, said the carpenter, to show he bore him no ill will, what is it you want? I want a piece of wood to make a marionette. Will you give it to me? Maestro Antonio, very glad indeed, went immediately to his bench to get the piece of wood which had frightened him so much. But as he was about to give it to his friend, with a violent jerk it slipped out of his hands and hit against poor Geppetto's thin legs. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's started up again,
2: ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this the gentle way, Maestro Antonio, in which you make your gifts? You had made me almost lame. I swear to you, I did not do it. Oh, it was I, of course, it's the fault of this piece of wood. You're right, but remember you were the one who threw it at my legs. <laughs>
1: That's really funny.
2: (laughs) I did not throw it, liar. Geppetto, do not insult me, or I shall call you Pollendina,
1: idiot. (laughs) Pollendina. It is. We've got a soap opera. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a soap. It's It's brilliant. Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) Donkey, Pollendina.
1: Donkey! Uh, oh, my God. oh God, Shrek! <laughs> Shrek flashback suddenly. <laughs> Donkey. Are we gonna have like an Eddie? Is Pinocchio gonna be? Oh no, we've given him uh, out. We're gonna have <laughs> as Eddie Murphy.
0: We'll save that for someone later. Maybe okay, like yeah, Jiminy okay. Cricket or someone. Like
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Pollendina,
1: ugly monkey.
2: Pollendina.
0: <laughs> it sounds like Johnny Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> monkey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, this is crazy.
2: On hearing himself called Polandina for the third time, Geppetto lost his head with rage and threw himself upon the carpenter. Then and there they gave each other a sound thrashing. After this fight, Maestro Antonio had two more scratches on his nose and Geppetto had two buttons missing from his coat. Thus, having settled their accounts... They shook hands and swore to be good friends for the rest of their lives.
1: <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> it seems to
0: be a cycle with these two. Yeah. Just fighting, yeah. making up, fighting, making up. When will they get
1: along? <laughs> Maybe they've got short-term memory loss. Like, yeah, probably. They keep on meeting each other for the, for the first time. Yeah. The town gold. Dementia. Yeah. Then
2: Geppetto took a fine piece of wood, thanked Maestro Antonio, and limped away toward home limped (laughs) end of
0: chapter
1: oh my goodness (sighs) do you know what I'm really enjoying I'm
0: enjoying how much Pinocchio is stirring the pot and he's not even made yet right yeah it shows you the amount of mischief that's probably on the horizon when this when this piece of wood has arms and legs and can actually move around by himself without someone having to pick him up like it kind of shows you how crazy i think this could possibly get in the future yeah and i think what i like about pinocchio in this instance is is that he's clearly not got a conscience or not got i mean I know obviously they say that in the thing that's why they have jiminy cricket as a conscience but in the disney book Pinocchio's almost like naive and that's why he doesn't have a conscience because he's a boy that's kind of been born at five six seven but hasn't had all those developmental years to develop societal norms of what's appropriate behaviour, what's not appropriate behaviour. It's all impulsive. Yeah, whereas this seems to be this just devil piece of wood that just seems to enjoy messing with people, which is (laughs) so much more interesting. Yeah. Because it's not a naive... He is intentionally disrupting things, not accidentally disrupting things, if that makes sense. And it just makes it so much more exciting because I'm like, I can't wait just to see how he just absolutely raises hell. His mischief, like, yeah. Holding up a holding up a discount store or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just committing crimes. But it's worse than that. Because what he seems to enjoy doing is messing with people. Cause there's one thing where it's like doing a crime like graffitiing or or things like, that. and there's another thing where you you psychologically mess with someone to the point where they think that someone else has done something against them. Do you know what I mean? That's that's yeah. even more maniacal, causing the, causing the infighting, sowing these little seeds of distrust between, and then just watching the whole village burn down, yeah. laughing. He's gonna
1: be like, he's gonna be going like, oh, so and, <laughs> so, and so called you something, and they're like, hey, what? And then and then reverse. Yeah, it. he's gonna be the guy who like steal a wallet and then put it in someone else's pocket
0: and be like, "He just yeah. stole your wallet. It's like it's that <laughs> kind of vibe rather than rather than just stealing the wallet and taking the money himself, you know?
2: So so this is the real Joker origin story, is it?
0: I think so. Yeah. Just wanting to see the world burn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: What I have realised, now two chapters in and just having a peek of the first line of chapter three, it, it is like a chapter title, but just like a, a brief headline that just kind of sums yeah. it up.
0: It kind of um, gives you an idea of what's happening in the chap, about to happen in the next chapter. So I, you could guess,
2: which is a weird. We could have a guessing game, but that, it's just a, it's a weird function. It just kind of gives away what happened.
0: But if you think about it, when when we watch TV, when you go on Netflix, there's always a little blurb of what happens in the next episode of whatever you're watching. Yeah, and that's yeah, almost true. what this is. This is this is the little blurb to kind of say this is what's coming up in the chapter to wet your appetite. This is your teaser,
2: yeah, yeah. And I suppose it's a lot like you know if you look at sort of Shakespearean prologues, they effectively tell you the whole story yes. in a poem, and then you go, oh okay, that's what I'm going to watch, and then you watch
0: it. So are we going to see what we're going to guess for chapter three then?
2: Well, I mean, we could do. I feel like it needs a separate jingle that I'll have to invent now.
0: Be right? like, where are we going? Where are we going? Where In the next chapter
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is happening in Pinocchio Town Nobody (laughs) knows Maybe he's a clown
2: Guess the little mini blub At the beginning of the chapter
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mini blub Mini blub what is happening? What is happening? Mini blurb. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favourite one so far. <laughs> okay.
2: I thought you were going to do mini blurb of horrors. It sounded like you were going. There. Mini... <laughs> mini blurb. Mini blurb of horrors. <laughs> um, anyway, do you want to try and guess the mini blurb?
0: Uh, Geppetto
1: makes Pinocchio. Um, yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. It's a bit. It's got more to it than that. So you're not oh, wrong. Okay.
1: Geppetto carves a little puppet out of the wood. Who
0: does sem- somersaults and fences? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I can tell you that the mini-plug at the beginning of the chapter is, um, as soon as he gets home, Geppetto fashions the marionette and calls it Pinocchio, the first pranks of the marionette.
1: First <laughs> pranks! Oh my goodness. It's, it's a very long Menace. intro. Mm. He's Dennis the Menace. Like, it is. is this... It's so great. He could...
0: It's Him... the original Dennis the Menace. So maybe
1: he like convinces Geppetto to make him just as part of like the he gets inside his head. And, like <laughs> you've got to make me, and then I'm, then my final tyranny will be unleashed. <laughs> yeah, I it's great. I thought Pinocchio was gonna be like a proper like little goody two shoes. Like no, I want to be real. No, <sighs> this
0: is the thing that's really funny. I don't know where this whole like I want to be a real boy comes from because having read the first few chapters of this book, there there seems to be no inkling that he wants that. Hmm. He just wants the world to burn. Yeah, basically. He seems <laughs> to just want to be independent. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. And he just doesn't want to have to follow rules or social or, or have people telling him what to do. So if you've got any comments or opinions on these two chapters, you can email us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com
1: uh, or drop us a little line on Twitter. Our handle is at lazybookclubpod. And
0: we're
2: exactly the same on Instagram, at lazybookclubpod.com.
0: You can also leave us a voice message if you listen to us on Anchor. But next week we have I'm never I couldn't remember the <laughs> of Peter Pan, let alone the no, no petto no. makes the marionette out of the piece of wood and calls it Pinocchio, the first pranks of the Marionette. Something like that, wasn't it?
1: Oh, I wonder what's gonna happen.
2: <laughs> that was great. Was perfect.
1: Oh, it's gonna be a real secret. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Go on, read the title one more time. Oh,
2: okay, sorry, yeah. So next week we have As soon as he gets home, Geppetto fashions the marionette and calls it Pinocchio, the first pranks of the marionette. Next week on The Lazy Book Club.
0: So what do you reckon first pranks are going to
1: be, guys? Mm -hmm. Uh... He is going to pull down Geppetto's trousers. Classic. <laughs> classic. A classic. Yeah.
0: I, mean, you can't... I think he's gonna put sugar in the salt dispenser. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's
1: gonna put cocaine in there. <laughs> Geppetto's just gonna go.
2: <laughs> no, I reckon he's just gonna he's just gonna like rub something on the table every time Geppetto bends over it so it sounds like he's breaking wind.
1: He's gonna uh, rub <laughs> ch- he's gonna He's gonna rub chili on all the toilet roll.
0: <laughs> or put itching powder in his wig. Yeah, these are all great. If you've got any pranks that you think Pinocchio can do, do tweet them to us. But we'll see next week what naughty things Pinocchio is going to get up to, and we'll see you then. Bye now. Oh, <laughs>